0: The, Red 78.
1: the most important thing was the intensity and the mentality to go
0: after the game. As a coach, why did he only give away nine penalties this week? Available every Wednesday.
2: Don't miss a moment of action. Subscribe to the Rugby channel on the OTB Sports app and turn on your notifications now. Off the ball, daily. Hello and welcome to Wednesday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack. On the way, Keith Wood on how a 12-man game could help a lot of rugby's ills. Munster coach Mike Prendergast on this weekend's date with Ulster. But first, to Rory O'Connor's astonishing report in the Irish Independent this morning, which revealed the IRFU is struggling to get 15s players to accept the union's professional contract offers. Back in August, the IRFU announced it would be offering 43 centralised contracts, while those operating in the women's sevens programme were already under contract. It was the first time that women playing the 15s format would be offered professional terms by their own union. Rory's piece claimed that of 18 full-time contracts on Offer, only seven have been taken up. Some players are believed to have been offered only €15,000 plus incentives a year to put pen to paper now more from Ireland men's head coach Andy Farrell ahead of Saturday week's test with the Springboks he's asked his squad to embrace their status as world number one that's come from a successful summer that status could be tested by a South African win at the Aviva next week but Farrell doesn't want his squad to be demure about the ranking
0: we keep on, on, on showing an, uh, uh, ourselves of what it is that we're going after that we need to improve and get better and we're, we're, again like I keep on saying we're, we're nowhere near where we want to be so um so I, I I say you just focus on the process and and and, and what we're trying to achieve and, and 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 don't waver from that and then things obviously will just look after themselves but at the same time, um, you know, I don't mind being number one. Uh, like I think we should embrace it a little bit and I think we should be um, uh, using it as as a as, as a weapon for us. Like you know. You, there's no saying that after this you, you know after this game that we're going to be number one or after the second game or third game or whatever, but let's embrace it let let's let's go, let's go after it let's use it you know I don't want to be number two so what, what we um what we uh what we waiting for let's 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 go after it full full throttle and see where we're at I, I've been asked this a lot from 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 the minute that we got back from New Zealand you know like yeah, what we what we what we're scared of, you know, we we um, we, we want to be at our best. You know, that's why I said before I, we wanted New Zealand um, to um, be in a position where uh, they never lose twice on the trot. Or, you know, they've got their injuries back and they never lose a home series. We, we want that to see where we're at. You know, and uh, and that's why I keep it saying, you know. Um, I hope South Africa are at the best, and I hope we're at our best. And you know, um, the results will take care of itself. That's one thing, but at least we'll keep finding out about ourselves because that's what, that's what we want to do. That's how we keep progressing. You know, not necessarily just on the scoreboard.
2: Farrell was also asked about that Ireland A game against an All Blacks 15 that comes the day before the Springboks test. It was put to him if that game at the RDS will be a step up from the outings against New Zealand Mary that came in the summer.
0: I think it'll be. Uh, a big step up from from that you know and and then seeing who can earn the right to, to, to get selected for for a test matches is is the is the continuity of that piece um, again you know there's there's some lads that's had a um, a taste of it over over in New Zealand uh, and then some lads have, have continued with with that with the way that we play and what we're looking and trying to grow uh, their experience of how to be an international player with the, with the short window that that it is in South Africa and the emerging iron Tour and we'll see how that transfers on uh, to the to the Friday night because make, make no mistake about it that will be um, one of the biggest games that those type of players have, who's going to take the field uh, have ever played so But we're excited to see them under that type of pressure.
2: Now to Munster, who are preparing for Saturday's visit of Ulster to Thoman Park. The Munster injury list remains a long one, with Jack O'Sullivan, Liam Coombs and Tom O'Hearn all likely out of that Ulster game. Stephen Archer required an ankle operation earlier this week, hence the short-term signing of John Ryan from Wasps. But Simon Zebo, Mike Haley and Roman Salanoa are all back in training this week. Munster attack coach Mike Prendergast is in no doubt about the scale of the task at hand on Saturday evening You know last week we played the the best team in in the R we're playing the second best team um, on the weekend who've started the season really really well so we know it's going to be a huge task and a a huge job ahead of us but um, something we're, we're, we're looking forward to absolutely you know, you look, at, you look at Ulster, they're a team that, that score a lot of tries. So um, I thought the weekend we, we defended very, very well, especially our scramble defence probably kept us in the game in the first half. Um, so we'll be, we'll be looking for more of that in terms of, um, I suppose, their attack. And as I said, we'll be looking to keep our, our attack going forward and, and adding uh, layers here and there. So, yeah, I would imagine it'll be quite an open, um, free-flowing game, hopefully. Now, we touched on Munster's injury list there, which didn't even mention the likes of Orgy Snyman, Keith Earls, Andrew Conway, Antoine Frisch, Alex Kandelan, and on and on and on I could go. Well, the scale of injury lists across the board, not just at Munster is one of the key areas of concern for Keith Wood. The former Ireland captain was on this morning's OTBAM, AM, spitballing ways that rugby could potentially curb its problem with players getting hurt. Cutting the game to a 12 person aside side sport is just one idea that's been floated while still maintaining the scrum so as to differentiate from league. Wood believes trimming personnel for each side could have many positive impacts. Like that
1: 12 side I mean, I spoke to a couple of guys um that would be much closer to the professional game um and they were they were looking at it and saying look 12 aside could be something that would work and i remember when i first heard that idea of that 12 aside competition it was last year the year before i really disliked it because it was another another format another way of playing the game um but if it was the only way of playing the game if it was instead of 15s what sort of an impact would that have on the game? Well, the players would end up being fitter because they'd have to be because there's more ground to cover. You probably lose twoing forwards, so the scrums may take a little bit less time to to um, to set. The lineups would be far um, less complicated. You'd only have five in the lineout. Um, the you probably lose a centre. And so defensively, I don't know that you could necessarily have that rugby league type of defence because I think you have to cover more players in the field because so it might go back to a more side on defence and definitely far less two man tackles, which is one of the issues that we have. So I think there's merit in it. I think there's merit in having a conversation on that.
2: Rugby's financial woes have also informed Wood's thinking with two clubs in England recently entering administration. In various instances, teams across Europe are either propped up by TV deals, sugar daddies, or indeed their own unions. And for Wood, the long-term sustainability of the sport has to be paramount.
1: Yeah, look, there's three things for it to be sustainable. We have to reduce the amount of injuries. That that can't be the case. Um, We have to put a bit more space in the field because we need it needs to be more exciting you know and if everything is incredibly tight and packed with players that's where a lot of the collisions the additional collisions are going to come from Um, we have to make the laws a little bit easier and there has to be some bit of viability in it i mean i just i had a quick look just at some of the prices of of tickets the the best price ticket in harlequins for the next game against gloucester is 70 pounds that's 80 euro that's an expensive ticket you know, um, the most expensive ticket in in Thelman Park, I think, is forty five euro. So that's it's a it's a lot more value over here, <clears throat> but it's scarcity value in in Harlequins. It's packed all the time at the moment, so it can be viable. Whether willing or whether people are willing to pay that amount of money for it all the time makes it uh, makes it another issue.
2: 12-man game good at work let us know your own thoughts speaking of financially troubled clubs Brad Shields is heading for France after his contract with Wasps was cancelled the former England international is signing for the top 14's bottom side Perpignan in further premiership related transfer news Saracens have snapped up prop Robin Hislop on a short term deal following his redundancy also at Wasps it had been thought Saris would snap up their former player Vincent Koch and another front row is on the move that's Springbok tight head Wilco Love. He's to leave Harlequins at the end of this season with the Vodacom Bulls his destination. That's it for Wednesday's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed and also shower us with loads of positive feedback. My name is Richie McCormack and I'll have more Rugby Daily for you tomorrow.